you got to look after yourself because otherwise it's all going to go wrong. This is the Bold Artist Podcast, where we talk about being brave and finding creative freedom. You want to get those beautiful things inside of your head out onto canvas? We're going to talk to real life artists and learn the skills and the courage it takes to do just that. I'm your host, Mary Janelle, a multi-form artist and creativity mentor, joined often by my co-host, Sharla Marskalk, painter of colorful portraits and founder of Bold School, an online space to learn bold color painting. Welcome, and let's get started with today's episode. Welcome back to the Bold Artist Podcast. I am so delighted to be here today with a returning guest, Chandra Smith, a bold artist who specializes in surface design. We were so privileged to have Chandra as a bonus audio guest on our audio platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify, and you'll find Chandra's show between episode 10 and 11 there as a bonus show. And in the show, we get to hear all about Chandra's amazing work, and she gives us some tips on licensing our artwork, if that's something you're interested in. So you might want to find that show, but Chandra and I touched on some topics that I felt I wanted to explore a little more and hear a little bit more about Chandra's life and art. So welcome back to the show, Chandra. Hey, Mary Janelle. Nice to see you again. So lovely to have you back. Thanks for returning. No problem. Thanks for having me. Yes. So Chandra, you had mentioned on the last time that we talked that you live and work with a chronic illness. And this sparked for me the desire to have a deeper conversation because I think a lot of artists work with a variety of difficulties. We all have our own circumstances and challenges. And you seemed to have worked ways into your life and your art flow that brings a lot of balance and you really work within your limitations. And I felt like you had something to speak into the lives and practice of artists. So thanks for being willing to come back on and talk some more with me. Thanks. Yeah, it's a, it's kind of personal, but it is important to talk about these things because lots of people have problems and limitations that they're trying to work within. So yes, yes. Well, thanks for being willing to go there. So can you start by telling us a little bit about your condition and how it affects your artwork? You bet. Um, So I have a chronic condition that causes pain, um, nerve and muscle pain, and it affects lots of different parts of my body, but especially my neck and shoulders. Um, I was diagnosed about 25 years ago, so only in my 20s. tried to figure out how to manage it and still have a productive, happy life, not be, you know, unhappy all the time. Mm. Um, Tried out lots of different jobs and I, it was hard to do most of them, to be honest. And um, I sort of fiddled around with art in high school, but nothing too serious uh, until, So I got this diagnosis in my 20s, then I fooled around a little bit with art, maybe in my early 30s, had a brief stint at an art gallery, and then that just sort of opened my world up to art, and I thought, wow, look at all these people that have become artists, you know, you don't have to be some super fancy person to 
create art. I was also um, a stay-at-home mom at the time. I had two kids, and of course that took up a lot of my time and energy, which I was happy to, to do. But I also needed something on the side for myself, and mm -hmm. I started creating art, and I wasn't wasn't it really any good at painting or anything else so I sort of fooled around digitally I I think my father-in-law bought me a digital camera to send photos of the kids over to Holland where they were living at the time anyway I fooled around digitally then I thought hey this is something I can do but it had to be in short bursts of time um mm. just because it caused a lot of pain in my neck and shoulders and um, anyway, it's been a, a long road to get here with um, differing amounts of time I could spend on the computer and also learning to use different equipment and um, different mouses. Um, and then I sometimes use this sort of shoulder strap that um, helps keep my neck and shoulders down anyway i'm going into great detail no, no, that's, it's really nice to have an inside look into some of the challenges that you've had because what i hear is about perseverance and determination that an artist doesn't have to let anything stop you and we had a guest on the show uh from india mini Subot, and she had said that if you have the desire to create art nothing should stop you I love that quote, and it's something that at the Bold Artist Podcast, we we have a couple of hopes. One is that artists would never feel alone. And so I feel like you coming on the show and saying, listen, I create a, with chronic pain, and sometimes I have to wear straps on my back in order to create. It gives hope and lets people know no matter what your circumstance, you're not alone. And then second, we want to give a voice to the community and let them know um, that nothing, nothing needs to stand in your way. We can together break down these barriers to become wholehearted artists. <laughs> Charla and I talk a lot about being wholehearted artists, the, the fullness, not only just our skills, but our whole heart and spirit. And you're an example of that with your determination. And so can you tell me a little bit about what you've you've learned? You mentioned doing your art in short bursts of time as your pain tolerance allowed. Can you tell me any more about that, of, of different tools and tricks you learned how, how to get your art done despite the circumstances? Yes, for sure. Um... Back in the day when I first started, probably about 10 years ago, I would get so lost in a piece that I'd want to work far too long on my computer. And then what happened was I ended up in so much pain later in the day and I wasn't a very nice mummy and that didn't feel very good. I thought, okay, I'm going to have to really pace myself. And some painters have this too if they have arthritis or whatever. You really have to be tuned into your body because it's so easy to get lost in the whole vision you have and and in the artwork you're creating. But you got to listen to your body's messages like, oh, okay, there's that niggle. Okay, my body's telling me I better just take a quick break here. Otherwise, I'm going to regret it. So for me, um, I, I do like to create in the morning if possible. Like ideally, I'll get my kids on the bus about 8 
and then jump right on my computer. It's, it's always nice to be able to create for maybe mm, 45 minutes is a good amount for me until I, my body's saying, okay, do something else. So then I mix up my tasks, maybe do something else in my studio, or I might even throw a quick load of laundry on because that's using different muscles. Maybe mm. do a bit of housework, then come back um, and then do a little bit more. Sometimes then I do my admin or whatever else, but I'm always mixing up the computer work with other tasks because that's the only way I can do it personally. Um, sometimes there's an ice pack involved too. It all depends on the day. I mean, if I have deadlines, then you kind of have to push yourself a bit more. Mm. Um, yeah, but I think it's just figuring it out for yourself. We, we all have different needs and different bodies. Um, I, I know another painter, she was telling me the other day, because she's got different pain issues, and she was telling me she got one of those easels that moved up and down, and whatever time of day or whatever her neck is doing, she can adjust it accordingly. And this is what I do with my practice too. You, you kind yeah. of figure it out for yourself. It really stood out to me that you said that usually you will work in the morning. And I found that for myself and my creativity, I, I often will find, I'm always looking for that time of day where I'm at my creative best and working my schedule and life around being able to get in the studio or whatever it is that I'm doing creatively to get there in that space during my my time of day that's my creative best. Is that harder for you to do with chronic pain? Because sometimes your pain will interfere with your creative best. Yeah, <laughs> I had to really kind of analyze it and think, okay, what's going to work for my body and the best time of day creatively? Because like you mm -hmm. said, a lot of us feel it more in the morning or whenever. And also what's going to work for my family. Um, yeah, there's been a lot of trial and error, I would say. Mm -hmm. I hear I hear that it's just the work of balancing, always balancing and and trying to be, I'm sure, very gracious with yourself. <laughs> I think so. I, I think we all need to be kind to ourselves. And I think especially mm -hmm. if you do have any pain or mobility issues, um, maybe let go of some of the expectations because it's so easy to compare yourself to others. And, you know, mm -hmm. I think, oh, look at this artist. She's creating one amazing design every day and posting it on Instagram. And sometimes I I really think, oh, I'm just going to get this one done. But mm -hmm. my body's telling me otherwise. And I think, okay, I'm just going to have to be okay with this. And also kind of switch my attitude a bit because there's been other years when I basically couldn't create at all. And right. so I think, okay, I should just be grateful that I can only do it in this short window of time. Like I shouldn't be upset that I can't do what someone else is doing because this mm -hmm. is my body and this is my limitations. And this is my own journey, right? So it doesn't really matter if I'm doing it in short bursts of time because I'm still moving forward and getting the piece done eventually, right? So mm -hmm. yes, that's such wise words of remembering that you're just moving forward, that sometimes when we have to stop or pause in order to 
pay attention to self-care. We feel like we're going backwards, but we're not. <laughs> it's a pause and and we got to take care of ourselves and then just push forward one step at a time. And, and that kind of gracious attitude is important for us to remember as artists because we often um, naturally have high expectations and perfectionism and we tend to be natural doers. Uh, hard workers. And so that is something I have to often remind myself because I'll want to go into work mode in my creation process. And I have to remember that, that, that to lift that expectation, I mean, we want to have expectations that are still for excellence and quality work, but sometimes we have to lift the expectation of how fast we'll get it done or whether it will be done in one straight shot or several small increments, we have to adjust our expectations and sometimes lift the pressure off ourselves. And I feel like that's something you've really mastered. I've noticed over the years, um, as I mentioned in our in our audio bonus of your show there, Chandra, which can be found between episode 10 and 11 on the Boldars podcast on audio apps, uh, that in that conversation, I noticed um, as we worked together to set up the show that you know your limitations, you know how you need to schedule things like podcast interviews and press and appointments, you know what you can handle. And I admire that about you. And I felt like that was something that to have you back on the show to really share with other artists was going to be valuable to us because sometimes as artists, like, yes, we love to learn and focus on skills, which is something we do here a lot on the podcast. But now this is sort of a real life encounter with pain. (laughs) And I'm sure your pain is often very frustrating and discouraging for you, you as an artist. Can you tell me about moments like that, that you reached a peak with your frustration and how you handle that? Good question. I, hmm, that's a tough one because just living to learn with pain in general is a kind of a dance. You, because you, it's almost like dealing with the small child. Like it's there, and if you ignore it, it's just going to keep bothering you. Look at me. Look at me. You know, um, because pain affects you physiologically, which is your whole system, really, you know, physically, and and of course, physically, you're suffering, it's going to affect your mental mood. So it's, it's the whole system. Um, I used to be part of different support groups. I mean, I've, I've just learned a lot in terms of mindfulness and knowing my body, just kind of like some of the things you were saying, knowing when to quit, knowing like, hey, maybe I should get off my computer and go down to the pool and swim some laps that's going to feel good it's just it's kind of a life skill isn't it it's i think pain management is similar to stress management you you just get better at it and then you know what works and you got to look after yourself because otherwise it's all going to go wrong (laughs) Mm -hmm. and one thing that you and i had touched on chatting pre-show was that a lot of the artists listening won't necessarily be dealing with chronic pain as you are, but they might have some difficult circumstance in their life and uh, some situation that seems to be always there in the face of 
their art practice, something that they have to work around in order to be able to create. And so what wise words would you share, Chandra, to artists who are just facing a challenge of any kind and feeling discouraged about it, feeling like they can't seem to push through to be the artist that they want to be because that challenge is just always there? Um, I would just say to keep going. I, I think literally just keep showing up. I mean, I think once we know how good it feels, I think a lot of us, we so want to do it because we, you know, visualize something, we want to create it. It feels good in the moment. Um, I think we just have to use all of our resources, maybe find out about different equipment or um, learning some new learning some new skills, learning a new medium that does work for your body. Um, I, For myself, I got some occupational therapists. They helped me with um, my desk set up. And I also got a bunch of exercises to do for my muscles to try to mm-hmm. increase strength around my neck and shoulders. Like there's been so many things. I also use a lot of meditation just to sort of calm my system because naturally when you're in pain you um, tense up so I use a lot like a lot of things like that Um, I guess whatever your circumstances I mean I actually watched a documentary recently the guy wasn't in pain but he was he was on death row and he still managed to figure out how to create because he was so compelled to do that you know like a lot of us are to start with this is such a part of our being that we can't imagine life without creating and it, anyway it, it was interesting because he managed to find a way to i think he used his own hair to make a brush and then he got dyes from different food products that he got anyway he, he figured it out and i thought wow this is amazing that anyone can sort of it doesn't matter what your life circumstances, you seem to be able to figure it out. If, if you yeah. want to create art, you're going to be able to figure it out if you, if you are determined. Yes, if you want to figure it out and do art, you are going to push through every obstacle. <laughs> and I, I know that and I, I love that we can have you back on the show to encourage artists to push through the obstacles. And then as far as that topic we talked about balancing and i was told one time that life is never completely balanced your art practice will never be completely balanced because balanced is actually balancing and so if you think about someone on a tightrope walking across the tightrope they're never fully balanced they're balancing so they're always in the motion of balancing and that relates for me, that relates to to someone living with these massive challenges or chronic pain or whatever is your obstacle is that as you're navigating your way through it, it's never going to be perfect, but you will be in the process of balancing. And, uh, and that always brings me comfort because there's some days that I feel like everything's really off kilter and my challenges are in my way and I get discouraged and I'll think you are balancing and tomorrow will be 
better just like you mentioned earlier in today's show, one foot in front of the other, keep moving, moving forward. forward. That's all we can do, right? Um, yeah, I like that about the balancing because we... You're right, even if one day you seem to have it all together, then the next day it's all all over the place again. You're right, I think we just, let's just try to live in the moment and know that we'll get there again. Sometimes, you know, in those really bad moments, it, it we almost forget how good can, we almost forget that things will be okay. You know what I mean? We think, oh man, this is my new life. I'm so out of balance and this is not working. But we just go back to basics and then, you know, the next day it's like, okay, what, I guess we learn to prioritize, don't we? And we, and we, yes. we get better at letting go of the things that don't really matter. So if we just focus on those things that really matter, you know, for me, I'm a mom and a wife and an artist and I'm running a business. So I, have to kind of let some of the other things go. Maybe my house isn't the cleanest or, you know, other things I'm letting slide. And that's okay. You have to be willing to give something up. Yes. I love, I love that you brought up the word prioritize because I do think that that is a key to what we're talking about with creating art with huge challenges. And prioritizing is really a key to that where you you look at your life and you say what's most important to me what's on that top of that list and you said for you being a wife a mom and an artist and i would say mine my priorities are very similar where i never wanted anything to interfere with me uh and my relationship with my children and how i was raising them and that included my art so in a lot of ways my art though it is very very um it's a passionate goal for me to always pursue my my creativity and my art. I had it prioritized under being a good mom and that that was something I always would have to check myself uh, throughout my and I've been doing this, you know, my art journey is has been 30 plus years and so it's taken on many different shapes and roles and mediums but I would always have to come back to checking my priorities and making sure that I was still prioritizing what I needed to do in my life for the life I knew I wanted. And so I'm glad you brought that up, Chandra, because when we have challenges, sometimes those challenges can seem to take priority. <laughs> and we have to even prioritize, prioritize, you know, how we go about um, looking at life that way. So yeah, so thanks for, for sharing that. And in closing, Chandra, is there anything else that you'd like to share with other artists regarding the big challenges that we face to be the creative people we want to be? Um, yeah, I think just keep showing up. I think it's it's so worth it, isn't it? When you can figure it out or even if you're painting, doing digital art, anything creative in a short amount of time, even pottery. I mean, do something within your parameters even if it's a short amount of time because I think it's so worth it and it feels so good even if the end result isn't a masterpiece it, I think it's that um, level of joy that we get just from creating I think it feels so good and that's gonna make us happier and less stressed and you know, for me and you, probably better moms, or that's my perception anyway. I feel like I'm a better mom when I'm, when I do 
make time for myself and I think it's it's all worth it. If you're a creative type and if you can figure it out, then it's all going to be worth it. Mm-hmm. I agree. Thank you so much. And thanks for being here on the show and willing to open up into your personal life and connection to your artwork. And uh, that's just been so nice to hear from your heart on how you've handled the challenge of living with a chronic illness and balancing your artwork. And I just want to remind all our watchers and listeners that you can find that bonus episode that you can find out more about Chandra's work. Because today in this episode, we didn't get into all of Chandra's amazing artwork and how she has licensed and partnered with large corporations. Your artwork is even on the walls of hotels. It's pretty remarkable. And uh, if you want to check out our show notes and find Chandra's links and her website and see the wonderful work that she's doing, you will be amazed. But this show here has just opened us up to a new window into your soul of how determined you are and how you've learned to prioritize and work within limitations and so many wise words about balancing. So thank you so much, Chandra. Thank you so much. This was a nice chat. Yes, I quite enjoyed it. I hope everyone had a nice cup of coffee and got to relax and and sink into the conversation with us today on the Bold Artist Podcast. Check out all the links, everyone. Chandra and I wish you a very good day. And until next time, Keep creating.